0: Well, good evening and welcome to another Fighting Football and Faith and not particularly in that order. Uh, we're missing Peter Wingy uh, today, but we're going to carry on. And we've got a great subject that we're going to talk about today, which is all about um, taking direction and respecting leadership, um, which is a huge, huge thing in our society. Uh, people don't often respect leaders uh, or take correction gladly. Um, and that would be true, wouldn't it? Uh, Jay, especially in the boxing arena, you know, you've got a lot of big personalities there.
1: Yeah, it can be quite difficult. It can be quite difficult being a coach, and definitely my, my other job is being a bodyguard of the boxers at the highest level. Um, I think a lot of um, I can alpha males. Yeah. A lot of alpha males have a problem with some someday. Uh, can, I, can we say a boss? Um a boss, yeah. The coach is yeah, he's kind of the boss, he sets the schedule, he sets he sets everything in place. It's so difficult for someone to to, buy, to be able to like lay down their arms and listen for a second. Mm-hmm. Listen to what's better for them. It's a big thing in boxing at the moment for anybody who watches boxing will understand, will have seen it in the last couple of weeks. He's the tolling. No uh, I've done it. I've done it so far. Even they've been taking a white shellack in when they've been, But the head starts moving about without them moving their head in. They drop their hands down by the waist because they've so much pain, you know. I threw the towel in and every box I threw the towel in for, they don't, they don't talk yeah. <laughs> you. Know, sometimes it's two or three days the wind, India. But I, you, you're still kind of the person in charge. I, I, I couldn't have them, I, I couldn't be. I couldn't be thinking about somebody losing their life because I didn't protect them. So sometimes being a boss for me is, is, a, is a protection thing. Obviously, you've you been a pastor; you, you want to protect your congregation against mm. things that could go wrong. And then a lot of times, the people are listen, then they fall flat on the face, and you pick them back up, mm. you dust them off, as I told you. So sometimes, being um, a person in authority, mm. it has to be tough love, with boxes. It definitely has to be tough love, uh, come on mate, I'll need you to do three rounds, there's a bit of shadow boxing and, blah, and give that look because you settle down and do it, i say okay, I put your trains on, 10 mile wood, see you in a bit, so, see when you get back and that's tough love, you know, kind of being the person in charge in the authority,
0: mm. tough yeah. love works. It does yeah, I think though sometimes Jay, we think that um, being an authority means that we're over people. You know the Bible says about um, spiritual, spiritual leadership built on the foundations of the apostles and prophets. I see my job more so as holding people up, and them standing on my shoulders. And and, and if, you, yep. if you if you view your job that way, people should never see that you know we're never looking down at people. We're always kind of trying to push them up. Do you know what I mean? And I think that would be absolutely true mm. in in all of areas of sports. I mean. We talked a little bit before, didn't we, Jay? About you know when you used to get subbed off at the football as well, and you used to get really angry with the manager. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you that, yeah. against uh, that position of authority, hey? and the manager's probably doing it because my legs are tired, or I'm looking tired, or I'm not going off for a ball properly. You know, I'm not winning so many balls in the air, which is my forte. You know, so they, they take you off, and sometimes see you on protection because if you a if you're at 100%, that's not, normally when you get hurt. I, I can remember the manager back in the day, I've I'd, 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 I'd been about 25, so 26 years ago, mm. saying to me, now, don't never back out with tackle. If you do, that's when you get hurt. And so sometimes, you now, when you don't listen to authority, especially in the church as well, because sometimes that's when you can get hurt. Mm. When you can feel a little bit let down, and, mm. and you've not been let down. It's you, you're you, you you're, you're the one who's got it wrong because if a pastor asks you not to do this or not to do that, and then you're going to do it and you fall flat on your face as well. You can't turn around and blame the pastor. You can't turn around and blame the football manager. You definitely can't turn around and blame the football mm-hmm. like turn, like, turn around and blend the boxing coach because I, I can still box. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to the lads. you see. The, the one who's yeah. the five man to me. It's up to them. Make yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. a bit of light-hearted situation, I of me. So, I think I think, it is yeah. important. I
0: think it is important though that we you know work and love and respect those who are above us um, because the, because we understand that they love us and they care for us that they're not just there to try and trip us up and they're not on some kind of power and I, I guess Lance that would be true in the middle of a football pitch I mean you're when you referee a game you're you're the boss it's not the the two managers on the side that think they are and the 22 players on the pitch but it's you in the middle. of it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's always going to be um, in sport where um, you've got 22 players on the pitch, male and female these days, and there's always um, going to be opposition to your decisions, right or wrong. And as a referee, you know you're not there to please players; you're there to enforce the laws of the game. And um, you're always you always get somebody when you're refereeing who wants to challenge. Your authority all the time and I can deal with that to an extent but it, it's it's the ones who are nasty with it and um you know quite aggressive and I, I just nip that in the bud as quick as possible um and that and, and that's as a referee that's why we have our cards uh we also have this the man management skills and jail know this man management with with people is very important because you you, you, you you can talk to one player in a certain way, but in a, in a different player, you've got to deal with him in a different way to, to get him to work with you so that you can get on with ref in the game and he can get on with
0: playing his football match. Massively important. It is. And it's you playing your part, isn't it? And I think that's where people see uh, don't see authority in the proper sense. He said, actually, you, you, that people are not above you. We, we're there to be a blessing and an to you. You know, we play our part and then you play your part, as you say. If there was no ref in the middle of the park, you know what would happen within fifteen minutes? There'd uh, be about 25, uh, 25 broken legs, wouldn't there? You
2: know, yeah, absolute chaos it would be. You know, so absolute.
0: you're to, so you're there to look after their protect their bodies, you know, and, and as a pastor, we're both pastors. He's the same way in church. Mm-hmm. We look after our people to protect their souls. That's what the scripture says that we look after our people and, and look after their souls. You know, and that's a, a huge responsibility as well, isn't it?
2: And, 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 and to be honest, you know, in, in, in the church as a pastor, um, it's important that if people are going to join your congregation, they know you're not there to lord over them, you're not there to live the lives for them. But when you, when you see that there's, there's error going on in their lives, it has to be challenged. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's, there's some pastors who don't like confrontation. And I don't think we should ever get to the place where we thrive on confrontation. But if you look at the life of Jesus in the Gospels and look at how he dealt with the Pharisees, with the scribes, um, with the teachers of religious law, he was quite harsh with them. Mm. You know, he was really, he, 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 he didn't suffer fools and it was because he could see that they were saying one thing and then living in another way. And as a leader, we're always under the spotlight by our congregation in the church and also people outside the church that want to see that this position of authority that we've been put in, that we actually live it mm-hmm. and we're real with people. And, and when people see that we are who we say we are and we're supposed to be, um, we are what God's called us to be, that there's, more, there's more chance then of them respecting the authority that you had that you have and i've had to challenge people over the last year about stuff that's been going on and um i've had to just be blunt and upfront and honest with them and 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 say stuff like i can see a train wreck ahead because if if you if you don't deal with the situation that you that you are currently in i could see your marriage could fall apart
0: Mm -hmm.
2: so i've had to i've had to challenge them Mm. and I, I could tell that that, that didn't really like mm. what they were hearing but as a pastor it's my responsibility to to bring that that teaching and correction into their lives mm. Mm. Yeah. it's not just about preaching on a sunday morning goodness me mm. it's everything else that goes with being uh, a, 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 as a yeah. wife called an elder or a pastor of the church yeah
0: yeah, leadership is key, and it's a God-given role, and it's a, a, a role in the natural realm as well as in, the, in the spiritual realm. We need leadership. You know, when when leaders are leading well, you know, the nation's blessed. You know, when when people are leading Absolutely. churches well, the, the congregation's best, When coaches are coaching people well, you know, the team's you know moving forward and doing their best. We did talk, Jay, didn't we, a little bit earlier before we came on, a little bit about the fact that. If you go it alone, and we were talking about gangs, because at the moment you're working with James, I know, uh, trying to get some of the guys out into gangs in, in, in the local area. But, you know, if you go it alone, you're very, very vulnerable, aren't
1: you? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I mean, from a, a biblical point of view, I mean, even lads and ladies watching us there we'll, you know, they'll understand this. This is quite easy to understand, the Bible talks about. A sheep and the shepherd and as everybody knows, if everybody watches nature programs, I love nature programs, a wolf never attacks a, uh, a herd of sheep, he'll only go after the one sheep that leaves the pack or leaves the herd. Mm-hmm. You now that is that is, is so relevant to today, to the, the times today, you know. If you try and go alone at work and you're part of a team, making, manufacturing or a scooter team like i you run know, I've run a scooter team on the COVID testing sites and we have to let everything buy the book and if one of us goes off on our own doing our own thing then I have to get them in I have to call them in and, and tell them they can't do that because you, it's not the way to, things have to be done things have got to be done through teamwork yeah. um, as a boxing coach everybody thinks it's just the one coach it's not a, when you're coaching boxers they'll have a a strength coach, a fight coach, a movement coach. They, they, they have coaches for different different specific areas, you know. If they try, to, if a boxer tries to go on his own, which is a big thing about a box coming to around about the age of 20, from the age of 12, all the way to the 20th grade, they do what they're told, they don't, you ask them, they, they, they put the things in place they need to be, and they get to 20, and young boys, and you know, they get that manly feeling, you know, and they start going off on their own. And then you find these guys are probably meant to be Olympians in the Olympics. And at 16, 17, when they get to 20, they fall away, you nothing more of them. And that's because they've gone on their own, they've tried to do it their own way. And I think it's very, 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 very apparent in churches, you know, sometimes as young men, you know, and young women, we, we think, you know, we talk about most pastors have got a, a 20, 30, 40, one generation, two generation, three generation of making mistakes. And they have only learned by mistakes, you know, and sometimes we've got to listen to people yeah. and definitely, me, I'm a biggie, as you know, pastor, I'm not blowing smoke. Everybody knows what that means. I'm not doing that, you know, I'm I'm so big on you. Jesus will show your church you need to be in. And when you get there, you need to see a pastor and you need to listen to your leadership. And sometimes it's very, very uncomfortable what they're going to say to you, but it's good for you. Mm. It's always going to be good for you because they're led by Jesus, who's the ultimate, ultimate pastor. Mm. You know, and Jesus won't put you in a church that doesn't fit you. But when you get there, you've got to work. Mm-hmm. Church life—you're not going to a church on the Sunday and get a, a a goose pimply feeling. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. I love that, I love that Sunday. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you start swearing and drinking and, and doing whatever. And Sunday, you, you pick your Bible back up. That's that's not being a Christian. Being a Christian is coming under authority, mm-hmm. or coming under ultimate, or coming under the authority of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And 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 then your pastor and leadership. That's what being a Christian is. And that's, what, that's why you become a good person, because you're learning from good people. Mm. You know, that, that's what I truly believe yeah. Yeah. in my heart.
0: Definitely. But that doesn't mean to say that we don't listen to people or, mm. you know, take people's opinion. You know, we're not saying as leaders we're always right, but there's a sense in which, you know, if you honour somebody, you know, you can work things through. You know, the scripture says about, Honoring your father and mother, it doesn't mean to say you've always got to agree with them, and sometimes you don't like mm-hmm. what they do when you're a kid. But when you honor them, you start to see some of the value mm-hmm. of that coming out later in life, don't you, Lance?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it 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 is it is massively massively important, and um, we live in a culture now where uh, authority is challenged um, all the time, and um, you know it, it it's that whole thing about Um, where the Apostle Paul talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And part of that process of renewal is uh, leaving the way you used to live, the way you used to behave before, the way you used to think, and allowing the Word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to transform the way you think. And the more you submit to God, the more... You understand about what it means to be part of a, a congregation of people, a body of believers. Mm-hmm. And um some people struggle more than others. Um if they're coming, if they're coming from a, a um a background where they've they've never respected authority, never bowed to authority, always kicked against authority, and then to 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 get saved and to come into a church, and then all of a sudden there's 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 um there's order, and I'm not saying it, it's about rules and regulations and all that kind of stuff. It's it's a different way of living. It's, it's putting somebody else first. It's going the extra mile. It's respecting the, the other people, respecting yourself, and respecting the leadership team in your church. And and one of the things you find is people who never settle in a church and hop from one church to the next people who struggle to submit to authority absolutely Mm. and it's so important that you allow god to transform the way you think and if you do that you will settle in a church and you will serve that church and serve that leader's vision Mm -hmm. but until you can serve a leader's vision forget about having your own vision and blazing your own trail and the other thing is as well the church is about the body it's not about individuals and mavericks Mm.
1: Amen. Absolutely right. Amen. Roger. Um, Pastor, Pastor, can I just share, share, uh, share this with you? I've shared it with you, Pastor, quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Lance, this is a, this is a scripture. And, uh, any Any Christian lads who, who, who are watching this, or if you're not a Christian, try to get the gist of what I'm saying. There's a scripture in the Bible that talks about a paralyzed man who's taken up onto a roof because you can't get to Jesus to be healed because so there's hundreds of people there. So his mates get him up onto a roof, dig through a roof, and lower him down on a blanket. Now for me, if you want if you want to really thrive in the Christian world, I, 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 you want to be a Christian or or you are a Christian, think about the four guys who carried their mates up onto the roof. Because yeah. that's who I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to be one of them four guys who never got a tap on the back from all the, the crowd. They never got the, the name's not even in the Bible. It's true. But they carried that guy up onto that roof. That's 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 for me, that's what a Christian is. Yeah. I'm somebody who carry somebody to Jesus. Yeah. And I don't need a slap on the back, I don't need the thanks, even yeah. though it probably would come. You know, for me that's 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 my life, you know, and yeah. I've got to work i a bit of a guy that grabs a corner of the blanket with three other guys or three other the girls, or two girls and two guys, whichever, yeah. you know, and we carry people. To a better life.
0: Mm. In
1: short, that's why it is. Mm. When when somebody says to me, "Oh, I want to change my life," oh, can I come to church? Of course, you come to church. I'll like get to know Jesus. Well, I'll help you. I'll help you. Mm. I'll yeah. help you. I'll carry that blanket, you know. And and, mm. and there'll be other people who go a corner each and carry that blanket. Mm. And that scripture for me is first and foremost mm. in my head, in mm. my life. Now, I used to be a hooligan, a bad person. I used to hurt people. I thrived on being the man, mm. the, the guy who everybody wanted to be. And now, since the last 10 years, I've steadily got to know Jesus. And it did happen overnight. It took time. Mm. But now I've got to the stage now where I don't want to be the guy on the roof saying, carry that blanket up here, with a guy on, with a paralyzed man sitting there. I want to be the guy who's got one of the corners. Mm. And, and this is what Jesus does in your life. It's what Jesus has done in my life. He mm. I'm, 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 can pinch me. You, you can see me. You can come and talk to me. You know, I'm real. I'm being hundred percent real. This is who I am. I want to be the guy that helps people and that's what Jesus has done for me. You know, that's that's that's, that's who I am now, you know. Yeah. And that's coming i come under that's I come under the authority of Jesus and I've come under the authority of my pastor and the leadership of the church.
0: Hmm. Yeah. One of the things I was talking to one of our other guys about this week, um in, in, in and this is very specific, and I, I know that he's gonna to speak to many of you that are watching this because you found going to church difficult because one you either didn't believe what the other people believed so you struggled with this whole belief thing yeah which is you know you know we all have our beliefs uh we all believe the bible but people have different interpretations and stuff so in my opinion you'll never find a perfect church where everybody believes exactly what you believe so that's number one number two is that you didn't like the service and like what me and Jay have laughed about so often because it's just become a big revelation to us is the worships not for you <laughs> Some of the worship was anything <laughs> for you. it's not everything you're doing you know we've, we you know you don't come to church and go i didn't like the worship this morning pastor well we weren't worshiping you you know we come to worship jesus he's the audience <laughs> of one so Absolutely. so you you'll never ever find that doctrinal unity in perfect church you're never going to find a church where you like the, the, the every piece of music they play, or the, or the everybody that plays in the band. And there's two big things why people have walked away from church and don't like it. Hang on a minute, it's got nothing to do with what you like and what you don't like. So, the, that's the only thing I can believe, and, and this is what I really believe to be true, is that we need to find unity of purpose. And you can only do that when you get a you buy into somebody's vision, buy into the vision of the church, buy into the leadership of the church, and just get stuck in. And then you'll find when you start to work alongside these people you get to love them you get to know them you know and then you can debate your doctrine you can talk about your music but none of that really matters what matters is you be getting on with the job of bringing people to christ because at the end of the day that's what we're all about isn't it absolutely, absolutely. so but yeah, i've said yeah. that, that really clearly Lance. really really clearly you know so many people trying to get what they want and that you know that's never gonna happen
2: yeah, and 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 part of the issue that we have with our culture, and, it, and it's a real stain on our culture right now. It's a consumer culture, and because it's a consumer culture, people treat the church like they do their favorite restaurant, or you know, or I, I I like this and I like that, or I don't like this and I don't like that. Like you've said, you know, a lot of it is 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 people deciding, oh, I don't like the worship there, I don't like the coffee there, so on and so forth. <laughs> And really, it, it's it's not about that, it's not about you, it's about the body of Christ, like I've said before, mm. and you becoming a part of that body of Christ.
1: Definitely, you know, Pastor past Lance, so sometimes I think to myself, you know, sometimes I look at church, a lot of people are coming to church, and for me also, and especially for new people who want, who want to know Jesus, is... A body's got many parts, you know: four fingers, two thumbs, two legs, toes, head, neck, shoulders. And if you look in this point, from this point of view, now that we've all got a little part to play, we've all got a little part to play. And there has to be, there has to be somebody at the top. There has to be a pastor. There has to be leadership. It would be chaos if, if you watch. I'm going to miss something there, but you're going to think I'm a little bit of a wuss, but I don't I don't care. I like orchestras. I like iconic music. Now, without that guy at the front with the stick, lead lifting, it's a mess. It will be an absolute complete mess. Yeah. You know, so sometimes people look at authority and just say, oh, I'm not doing what he says or what she says. But mm-hmm. well, it's not really about that. You know, whatever we do, we need guidance. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't do that, mate. You might fall out of and bang your head. You know, and they just carry them in and bang their head, and they look around at the person said, say, "Don't do it," and they blame them for it. And you are no. like, "Wow, no. come on, man, no. come on, get back up. I'll dust you down. We'll, we'll, we'll do it again. But next time you see somebody, you can tell them, "Don't do You are going to fall out and bang your head. Yeah. There has to be guidance. There has to be, like, not a, not a boss. A boss is a wrong word, but there has to be, a,
2: Doctor.
1: A, a, yeah, that's real authority mm. in, in all. Mm. in all walks of life as you well know, Pastor, Lance, Pastor Steve, I've been to prison quite a few times mm. that, that was because I, I wouldn't subject myself to authority you know, I've made a lot of mistakes just because I wouldn't subject myself to authority it just happens now, since I knew Jesus that mm. I've become a boss mm-hmm. it's crazy, I, I wouldn't subject myself to anybody, but now since I knew Jesus last thing is, I've become the boss at work so mm. people have to, have to listen to what I've got to say. and I chuckle sometimes, I can see it in the lads. Mate, don't I try and do it this way. And they look at me with that look, and I think, yeah, listen to a word I'll just say. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I chuckle to myself. Mm-hmm. But in church, mm-hmm. anybody who's wondering about coming to church, getting to know Jesus, first of all, was getting to know Jesus, then coming to church. You now, mm-hmm. please understand, mm-hmm. it's not all all will say and willy nilly, mm-hmm. just do what you want. There is authority, and there has to be authority. But the difference with our authority, and a lot of other authorities in the world, is there's love. There's love behind the authority. Mm -hmm. Some Mm -hmm. people who've got authority, there's no love behind it, and just Mm -hmm. horrible. But Mm -hmm. in the church, I can tell you now, that my pastor, and going to Pastor Lance now, Pastor Stephen, Pastor Lance, they do it through love. Yeah, they have to have authority for anybody watching, but it's through love it's mm-hmm. not true mm-hmm. want to be better than anybody else yeah.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of this is to do with relationship, in fact it's all to do with relationship and what worries yeah. me as you said Lance earlier about this consumer culture is that so many Christians right now will go on to YouTube and listen to about 25 different preachers, suck all in their stuff that they're preaching, those guys mm-hmm. don't love you they have perhaps their own churches or their own group of people that follow them and, you know, don't don't be drinking from different ponds and expecting, you know, yourself to grow. If you want to really grow in Christ, you get yourself into a local body, you become part of that local body, you, you take direction from the leadership, whether you completely agree with what they're saying or not, work together, work through these things, that's so how we become mature and strong. You know, you can all sit down and watch YouTube, and this has been, obviously, a difficult thing during lockdown, so many people watching so many, you know, bits and pieces, but... You know, as lockdown comes out now, we start to go back to church in the next few weeks and months. You know, let me tell you, find yourself a decent local church, submit to the leadership, yeah. and get stuck in and serve Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Amen. Yeah, yeah, mm. I
1: I, 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 me personally, I, I don't like big churches. For me, if Sydney got to X amount of people, I think Pastor Steve's got the same vision. Let's plant them the church. Yeah. Absolutely. A, a, a couple of miles away. Yeah, you know, you know not not less not, least, not least good to five thousand people and uh, yeah. nobody knows each other. And some you stand next to me, you got a clue who they are. Absolutely, you know?
2: absolutely. And that's that's one of the issues with uh, you know a lot of mega churches have become mega messes
0: mm.
2: for the very reason you've just said. It's more about um, building an empire rather than building the kingdom of God. Mm. You
1: know, again, it comes back to authority, and they don't. They yeah. ain't got knowledge to go to. Not mm. all of us inside the church, but what in total probably a, a couple of hundreds of us.
0: Mm.
1: At various times, you know, mm. but we all know who Pastor Stevens. We all know we can go and talk to him. We mm. all know who Steve Goodall is. We can go and talk to him. We all know who the leadership is, Rich and Rich and and the rest of the lads, you know. And you need that you need that mm. as you want to subject authority, you need a person in authority you can go to mm. who's gonna yeah. gonna love you, to their authority. I mean yeah. in a big church, you you probably got a clue anybody is, you know, it's not for right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. Um I know you're in your lunch break, Jay, which is absolutely fantastic. That's a sacrifice that, you know, we can only thank you for making. And um but I think this has been a really valuable session today, um, and I'm hoping that what we've said has really spoken to people. So if you're if you're looking for a church where it's all going to be perfect, just forget it. You know, I always say God works in a mess. Um, you know, if you want to go to a graveyard, you can go on a wood cemetery by us. It's all neat and tidy in, in little lines and rows and perfectly uh, clipped and cut and nice. Um, God don't ever work like that. I've been at three births. I've seen three or three of my sons born. I can tell you it's carnage; it's an absolute mess. But where there's a <coughs> mess, mess there's life. So you know, you learn to live with each other, forgive each other, and, and, and function as a body, like you do with your body. You know, it, you know, it's not you're not always hundred percent fit; you're not always hundred percent on the game. But you know, you learn to to eat the right things. You know, look after yourself and all the rest of the stuff. So, can I thank you all for uh, this afternoon again? And Pastor Lance, just give us a word of prayer with you before we go, and uh, we'll see you all soon.
2: Yeah, certainly. Yeah, Father, we we thank you because we ultimately are under the authority of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that's where we submit ourselves. And Lord, unless we can submit ourselves to who you have placed on earth to um, lead and rule over us, then Lord, we're going to struggle to bow the knee to the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, Father God, I just pray for anyone who, who's, who will be listening to this broadcast that they will, like Pastor Steve said, they'll find a church where they can settle and where they can serve and be part of the body of Christ. Mm. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so, thank you so much, guys. I uh, really appreciate it, and we'll see you all very soon. If you've got a topic you'd like us to cover, please let us know, and we're happy to discuss that, but we'll uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you.